Er Pesach. There'll be plenty of places. Hang in till then. It's not so long. Can you believe it? We're already like um, Pasha's Tetzava. Usually this is already Er Purim. Seesaw. But this year, because of a leap year, we get extra Chodesh. Ah. So a little bit more time to clean away the chametz, eat a bit more chametz. Right, eat more chametz, I think, is the idea. Yeah, and here we're dealing with these uh, Yiddish, uh, Goyish demons. I don't know which. Yeah. We don't want to mix them up. We don't want to make shaduchim with them, you know. Definitely not. They come in different ways. One's more derech. You don't want to intermarry your demons. Heta, one's derech. It's a... Right. Yeah. I'll devour but tailim. This is where we're holding now. Right. Sorry, I was a few minutes late. I blame it on, uh, I don't know, who do I want to blame it on? Maybe the long walk? There's a song called Blame It on the Alcohol. Blame It on the Boogie. So, uh. Tanya now turns to another. Old Devarim Batalem Beheta. That's an innocent idol chatter, yeah? You got an Amarach, any Yochulimod, or the Lamed, excuse me. Either way, he can't learn, he can't teach, he doesn't know. He's Amarach, like, yeah, so this guy. If he would just have put a bit more effort in getting up on time and learning Torah on time, mm-hmm. yeah, unlike me, he would be a big Tam Chochem. Yeah? You don't understand why Am Ha'aretz translates to uneducated person. He says here, different old school translation. Oh, yes, that's the same here. Innocent, idle chatter. That's the same thing. So that makes sense, but Am Ha'aretz. Ignoramus. That's like even more. Amaratz. He has this whole thing with Eddie Stefanski about this. Is Dafyomi. Yeah. What, Amar Arts? Yeah. Some I suppose it's a person. So it's just like. People of the, na- of people of the nation land. of the land. Yeah. Are they, we talking about specific people who work Meaning, on the land? they still, for example, it says in the, in the Mishnah, it says, like, Amar Arts would be a hybrid dragon on some level because whenever it came to Shabbos, like, you know, I think in Masechta's pair, they would say the Emes. So. It was only during the week that they were like shakranim when it came to work and stuff and measuring stuff. You bring them ah. Shabbos, they they would only say the emes. So meaning they were on a madrega that they were tuned to to how the land worked and how right. Shabbos was and but the, the, they comes to they, like business dealings. Yeah, they they weren't, didn't know and but they this is what they did. They were just totally immersed in artsius in the physicalness. Got it. So instead of being able to, only Shabbos did they get out of it. But during the week, they were completely immersed. Maybe so I'm even Amaretz I'm, I'm would be like, I, I don't want to compare it to anyone nowadays, but they'd be the guys who work like in Wall Street all week and they have no learning, no davening, no nothing. I don't know if there's such people just making it up, but yeah. I'm, I'm just imagining a guy. And they're completely immersed in their business and all their meetings and all their yeah. cocktail parties and everything else because they have to go ahead in that world. Right. And then suddenly Shabbos comes and they actually turn up to shul and they learn a little bit of chumash and they right. talk a little bit of uh, Torah at the table and they tell their kids they need to learn more when they, oh, we just worked. <laughs> yeah, that kind of thing. So um, I don't know if you compare it to that kind of guy, but the problem is with that kind of guy, he never has time in his mind and his heart for Torah, so then he, he doesn't even listen to Torah on the way to work. He listens to news, he listens to the latest podcast, PBT. Joe Rogan. No, yeah, yeah, Patrick Ben David, he listens to him and his Hevra talking about Trump and laughing in the car, but he's not like, he could have used that half an hour an hour to listen to a nice Torah anytime. Dafyomi, or however long he was on the train. He could have used that time to 
to, to and he didn't. So that's where there's Bechira. Hashem gives us Bechira. Right. And he didn't use it to become a t- to at least somewhat learned. And here he's like, he's just basically all the time with Devar and Betanim. Beheta. Like, that's a good guy. That's a guy who's, because remember, he's not doing any Averis. Right. And to picture this MRI, it's like this guy who's into the artsiest, a guy, and maybe, and a guy in Eric's cells working the land, and he's all getting ready for Shemitah um, because he knows it's going to be, you know, two years of no, of no, produce that in a normal way so he's working like crazy to make sure he gets enough and then he has at least the munna that to know to leave the land right. and listen to the rabbis so this kind of guy like he's still on a level he's not doing a various he's not taking fruits from shemitah and eating them and selling them and you know I mean, he can eat them but he's not selling them he's not working the land on shemitah right yeah so he he's holding this guy but he's just not he's just not holding him to it right so then that's what's going to happen. Unfortunately, on a spiritual level, there's still enough. I mean, you have, we have a chiyav of Talmud Torah. That's just, that's, this, there's no way around it. Yeah? As much as people say the chassidim, they don't learn. I don't know if you ever heard that. I've heard that. But it's no, nonsense because you see from the Balatonia, once you break down how the neshama works, Torah is a huge part of it working. It's the muzzle of the, yeah. of the soul. We learned that already. So this is when it gets a bit scary, you know, it's the kind of stuff I tell my kids not to read. That his soul is going to be um, cleansed from, what? from the impurity of this klipa of Devarim Patelim and, and not able to learn properly. How? By Gugula, yeah? The hollow of the sling, or like rolling through the ground, like not fun stuff, yeah? It says underneath in Pasuk and Shmuel, he shall sling out the souls of your enemies as out of a hollow of a sling. So some sort of like roller coaster ride. Nice. We think it's entertainment. In, uh, definitely, definitely not entertainment. In no. the Zohar, Pashat it's Kafakala. Uh, it's, it's, it's not a good Kafakala. thing. Kafakala. You're flying around, your soul's not, your soul's not settled, which makes sense because Torah focuses, it gives a person um, grounding into Rots and Hashem and builds Kalim. Whereas if you haven't done that, so then, you know, done the Torah, maybe he's done the mitzvahs, so he's got something, but he's, he hasn't got the ability to now like, have Yeshiva Das. His Das is not Yeshiva, he's all over the place, yeah? He's, he's, he's surfing the web. He, he hasn't got, yeah, it sounds so old school when you say that. Gilgula. Yeah. Gilgula is to be flung. Yeah, what does it say underneath in your Rukhain Mir? It just says, Chachi through the soul being flung in Kafa Kelo. He probably doesn't go into this so much, because it's probably like... He probably just quotes what we just said. So he doesn't really get ah, into it, does Kafa he? Kela, oh, he does get into it? The soul enters a world of imagination. Oh, okay, good. Thinking it is alive in this world. So the soul's in the world of imagination. Let's hear what... And is drawn into the same inappropriate thoughts in which it had become accustomed. Okay, so that's meter connected meter. Like as the soul is flung from thought to thought, experiences uh, pain, which is. I was sort of getting at that. I, I just, experienced this once. I, I I was too like old school in my moshul. Like I was talking about surfing the web. That's like nineties, maybe two thousands. Wow. He's saying like now we have to explain it psychologically on an inner level that the thoughts are all over the place. Kafakela only cleanses the soul from permitted. Activities that were spiritual, and not cleansing from actual oh, sense. There you go. I feel like I experienced Kapakela. Um, yeah, what well, in this world before we get world, to the next one time did ayahuasca. Oh, really? And I had that. You had a Kapakela moment. It was it was like an That's hour cool. and a half. 
Makes sense if you dabble with that kind like of stuff, you experience some of the... Brain, my brain was on like, the, 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 yeah. the, 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 like repeat, and it was like the same repeat. Like Groundhog Day. And it was, it was, I was kept manish, waking up the same moment. I was in so much pain, I kept vomiting. Oh no, that it sounds was, really good. It was very, uh, it was very uh, detoxifying. I can't wait till they start making it normal. <laughs> Everyone starts doing I don't recommend vomiting it and freaking it's, out. It was the clippers. I was kafa kellowing all my clippers. Yeah. <laughs> so this is the problem that um, with this kind of like alternative ways of doing yeah. things, it, it, we're not in control of what it's opening up. Yeah. And on, as you can see from learning tiny, there's all kinds of spiritual stuff going on. There's uh -huh. these demons. You don't want to start talking to these demons. Like right. Rogan's thing is he always sees these clowns like laughing at him and swearing right. at him. Because like, probably demons all surrounding. Oh, no, these medicines or this, this, this stuff, like it takes you to the worlds of demons and. Yeah, that's what I reckon. It's very not. It's not like not all pure. imaginative. You're. You're probably you're, seeing real stuff that you just most of the time things, don't see. Yeah. It's just it's just removing the veil of all the lower spiritual you worlds. You also experience. But the problem is, it's all the lower stuff. It's all the low level spirituality so people think wow i actually experienced some spirituality but it's the kind of spirituality right. you don't want to get stuck in because it's not helping you right it's very low level spirituality i mean i don't know for sure but i do know experience a very intense when i did a lot of weed back in the day and i did purple haze and started you know using more stuff from amsterdam which has a lot of uh, hallu uh hallucinogenics hallucinogenics in the weed like they don't just give you pure weed they put all kinds of interesting other zach in right. it so, you know, like... Um, Rat poison. No, hopefully not that, but there was definitely, like, the hash as well. I used to mummish trip. Yeah. So, I used to make hash brownie. That tripped me out big time. So, that kind of... I know that I made the food. Someone else made it because I'm really such a cook. But um, anyway, so I was tripping in all those times. And I do remember, like, experiencing light and, and surrounding light, the aura, and having moments of clarity about how fake the secular world was. Like I was watching an episode of Friends when I was tripping one time from the weeds and it just looked so fake. Right. I was like, I can't believe I waste my time on this garbage. Yeah. And yeah. I literally stopped watching TV for like years. Yeah. Um, another example, like I saw like jazz musicians singing like on, on like an old school, like Dizzy Gillespie or something like that. And it was like old school or Louis Armstrong. And I suddenly saw like how racist, like that whole like, industry was like using these guys to like entertain the, these rich white guys you know like the whole thing was just raw off it was just something felt not right yeah know? and like it was just so much you see it just it, what it allowed me to perceive was how false this world is it didn't help me get to the world of emmas right like, i had to go learn torah to do that <laughs> but so the only thing i would say it's like a sumera it's like you know you could use it for sumera to get rid of the bad but to, or it's not going to make you asetov. No, asetov. You have to go do mitzvahs, literally. Right, it's a very good idea. And learn Torah. I think that would clarify what it does. And people are like get really inspired by this kind of stuff, but in my opinion, it's just a very low level like way of connecting. It's like being on a diet your whole life. Yeah. The idea, not not like a well, diet is technically just the way you eat, but if you're on like a cleansing diet your whole life. Yeah, but it's always shortcuts. You know, that's yeah. the problem. It's a shortcut. It's yeah, like no, people taking the medication now, chemical stuff. That you, I see people getting skinny around me who were not skinny. Right. And I know that I don't see them running up and down yeah, the hill. That's a big Indian, yeah. I don't see them, go, you know, I don't Zempic. see them in their jogging pants, but I do know they're taking something. So it's working whatever they're doing, but it just makes me nervous. Because yeah. anything that's a shortcut, there's no such thing. 
I always learned from Arabeim, there's no such thing as a shortcut. There's nothing. You've got to do the hard work. You've got to be David Goggin style and, and slay your B-I-T-C-H, you know? Yeah, you have to inner, the clippers. Inner deeper. You've got to slay. There's no other way around. You've got to right. fight. Like I was this morning, I said to my wife, can you give me a lift up the hill? Because it was like getting close. She's like, no way, Jose. She didn't say that, but yeah. it was a good rhyme. So I said, okay. So I just started. I'm going to whip this this beast up the hill. And I, I pushed my nephesh behemoth up the hill right. and down. Still was late, but at least I made it. Yeah, nice. didn't start like phoning up, crying, Good, pick me up. I wanted to bore him, him, but with regards to forbidden speech, such as scoffing and slander, Shehen Sholish Klipas Tumas Legamri, which being prohibited stem from the three completely unclipa, unclean klipa. Yeah, so that's the forbidden speech. This is the Vurim Asurim. So that's another slab, a level of Eureka, of much more serious, because now you're falling into the Gimelkrivs of Timaeus. Yeah, remember the way we learned the Gimelkrivs of Timaeus is G, ah. G, K, Hey, yeah, or H, excuse me, I forget my English. So those three letters is, is Gimel, yeah, Kuf, Gimel, Kuf, Hey, or Tuf, Tet, whatever. So the point is that Misholish Gimel Kibbutz Tamez. That's what we're dealing with. We're trying yeah, to get mama. rid of these three low levels yeah. that these forbidden speech and scoffing. Yeah, that's another thing where you have to be careful with, with the whole humor business. Yeah. Like, it's important to laugh at life a little bit. You said that the other day, and I agree with you. I think it's one of the only ways we it's a coping mechanism. Yeah. And also, Azimali Schog Pino eventually will laugh. And, um, we will laugh back when we look at you know, the hilariousness of like the whole drama of politics, say with Trump and Biden, like it's, it's like Achishverish, it's some sort of Purim right. yeah? makes no sense, it's so bizarre. Whole yeah? The whole America is like just like some sort of entertainment industry, like everything, even yeah. the politics, it's just a joke. But the point is that um, if you get too caught up in that flow of all these Bad Khanim and everything, then the problem is you start to get into Lutzanus which brings you into a place of uh, oh wow isn't that Minashamayim I just got asked to teach not just the boys of Bnei Akiva sorry I'm interrupting but it's important I'm teach I've been asked to teach the girls as well the Benot Akiva and that's and that's a big deal because that means they're all together in one class and I got to manage like 40 people or something. Do you yell? yell at them? No. I, I, I would scream at it them. gets fun. It gets fun because my course is about intimacy. Oh and the girls always say, we want to come. But there's a woman right. teacher. She's like a young lady. Like we, we spoke a few times about, you know, what's going on with teaching right. them, helping them with their, some of their teenage, late teenage challenges at that age. Uh -huh. And... Uh, so the girls always say they want to come to my the men one, you know, like you know, they're just interested in it. And I have done yeah. one or two classes for the, the group, for the girls as well. Mm -hmm. But I always did it not about intimacy. Right. But today I prepared for intimacy. Right. So now I've got to figure out how to like round it off that the girls can be included. But it's actually very appropriate because it's the last right. session with the whole school. So I'm, I, I'm very happy to do this. It'll be fine. Amazing, Rock thank you. So I'll let you know when she sends me the final answer. Oh, it's not nice. definite. We'll find out. Okay, but I'm able to do it. Nice. So, Be'ez Hashem, Hashem Shkimi Say the right <coughs> things to help these Nishamas. Because because this, yeah, when, when I learn with these people, I realize that after this, if they don't go to the army or stay in Israel, if they go back to university, there's a big chance they're going to have Nishamas of intermarriage. Right. 
So these then, are these are people. From that's always Israel another big point. America. You have to remind everyone to marry a Jew, huh? Because from Israel, America. It's good. It's world, world B'nai Akiva. You should tell them that if they marry a guy, their yeah. kids come out. They're demons. <laughs> Just say that. I quote my chavrusa. My chavrusa wants you to know. And if you marry a guy, your child that is born is technically a demon dressed up in human human clothes. Yeah. Well, the problem is if I tell that to my cousin and my. You know, my, uh, oh, my it's too uncle. Late. At that point, they already have the demon baby, so you can't really help them. <laughs> I can't call them demon babies. <laughs> they look so cute. You're such a cute demon baby. <laughs> You're funny, man. I don't know. It, it's hard to... These subjects are very difficult, and especially when it's family, and, and especially when... You know, it doesn't say beferish, they're demons. It's it's It says uh, it says that they're yeah. just not Jewish. They're just confused. It's yeah. a it's a, it's a balagan. Yeah. I'll never forget, I'll tell you a quick story on the side, it's important. I have a non Jewish cousin, yeah. She um her mother were married reform. So the daughter grew up thinking she was Jewish. Her whole life she thought she was Jewish. Right. <clears throat> we meet at college. My family haven't had anything to do with her family because there was a fight about Inheritance, you know, the, uh, these kind of Jewish like Machlokuses, yeah? Yeah. Inheritance with uh, Eretz Israel and had land here, and then there was a fight with some of the money that they didn't inherit from Eretz Israel because they came back to England. And it wasn't money of Brocha, so their whole family fell out and stopped talking. Right. A whole bunch of sisters who were very close stopped talking, my grandma and her sisters. So I met all the all of them at one point. I mean, one of the sisters died, but I met the, hus the husband of that sister. I met them all at one point, yeah? And I became close with the religious ones. Right. Um, I used to go there all the time when I came back to England. Anyway, and they used to come visit me in Israel. I used to stay in the Renaissance, so I'd go to visit them. So I got close to all the, all the family, because I'm not like that. I don't believe with that. Once I found out who they were. So I met one of the cousins in college. I didn't know at first she was my cousin, but uh, she was doing the music courses with me. Um, and we became close. And... You know, it was complicated, and she started, like, you know, fancying me. Like, she wanted to, like, and I was like, cousin, cousin, maybe, you know, second cousin, like, right. maybe it's an option. But I'd gone off, like, women at that point, not because I'd become gay or anything. I just was, like, losing that sort of drive to just, like, get with women. I wanted a more to life than just, you know, one-off. Right. So I told, like, um, my thing is it's, it has to be the one, right? One love, real one love, not Bob Marley one love where it's, right. like, with ten other women. Like, talking about one love, the right. real one love. Yeah, so she was like, you know, I don't know if you're that one, you know, but she tried, she came to university, she even flew to Israel, and it came out eventually that her mother was reform converted, so I said, look, I'm sorry to say, not only are you, you know, you're my cousin, which is a bit weird, and she one time, I think, she sort of kissed me in a in a forest in, a, in Hampstead or somewhere in the night, and I felt like I was kissing, like, just, just it felt weird, right. and I just, maybe because it was family, I don't know. Anyway, right. and she got very like insecure because I sort of backed off. But I was like, look, I'm not being rude to you at all, but I'm on a journey to find my soul. And I went right. to Shiva by this point. And I was learning and I was like, the only way is you'd have to convert. And I, honestly, I'm a Cohen. So even if you convert, I can never like hook up. Yeah. Right. Because the Cohen doesn't marry a convert. So she's like, wait, so I convert. You're still not interested. I said, yeah. I said, but why do I have to convert? And I was trying to explain it. It's not real. So, in the end of the story, she did get connected to a bunch of Rebbesons, and I, you know, she came to Israel. She had a whole experience. In the end, she, she met, last message she sent me was, "I'm a happy non-Jew. Uh -huh. I married, I, I married this guy, and she said I was having kids, and I'll just be a happy non-Jew." But I said, "That's great, no problem." Sheva isn't I mean, it's a bit sad that Jews lost out on her as part of her people, but. Um, right.
you know, it's a complicated story, but why, why am I saying this whole thing is that it, it, it's very like easy to take place. Like if you just, I didn't have the knowledge. I was at Amorites, worse than Amorites. I was less than Amorites. Amorites are married Jew, yeah? We yeah. keep Shabbos. I didn't even know what Shabbos was, really. I didn't know what right. Talmud was. Like, we're not, I didn't even know what the Talmud was. Forget about not learning it, yeah? Yeah. Like, you have to be real according to the levels of where I miss all this. So lost in their ideas of what Yiddishkeit and what, and what Torah. So when they intermarry, it's like, what are they losing? They don't even know. They don't even know. So, no. so like, and then there's people like the Reform people who intermarry, who allow the intermarriage, and they oh. don't convert the fee, the, the, the Torah. So then they're making people stumble. Well, like their conversion is not really so kosher. Yeah, so then the mother thought she was Jewish, and so did the daughter. But it really wasn't, because it wasn't done to feed the Torah. Like right. the proper based in and the whole thing. And the mikveh and everything the way it should be. Yeah. So it's just a shame that there's this whole reality. And I've met people who've converted reform, conservative, and orthodox. They had to do wow. all three, because it was like a journey. They're like, no, I want the all real things. So they end up by the conservative, and then the conservative, and then now by the orthodox. I want the real thing. <laughs> What's going on here? You're cheap. You know, I give you the real. I want the real deal. All right. Wow. Ein kafakela. Yeah, levado. Moyo litala veir to mosaman nefesh. The hollow of the sling does not afflict to cleanse and remove the impurity of the soul. Wow. Yikes. So that's where there's a. More serious level. Once you've got involved with the Gemakus like marrying a non-Jew or whatever, yeah, you, once you've involved yourself with that, the only thing that's going to sort that out is, is right. Genem. And so you see now this sort of lack of Yeshiva Das flying around and all these like crazy thoughts and going crazy in your mind, that Kafakela kind of experience, the roller coaster kind of thing, is n- no way near what Gehenim's about. Right. Here it says Gehenim is purgatory. Yeah. Because purgatory is purification. That's what it means. Right. It's a purification of a pagam that you did in this world, either eating something not kosher or doing something not kosher. Right. And uh, yeah, you know, we have to accept part of life is just wearing a lace top shaito. Yeah. No, it's literally just trying to purify yourself. Yeah. Right. By the way, I did create the clipper uh, killer Instagram Instagram follow us like us subscribe. so yeah everyone let me just make sure I got the right uh, account clipper k-l-i-p-a-h killer I'll put the link in the description whoever wants to join it I'm actually going to be the first follower now for my main account Psh. we've got one post it's a picture of my son dressed up in Azza, um with using some Arab garb uh, the she what's it called the Shihab, what they call it? Um, uh, the, the thing covering the shish face. Kebab. Shish kebab. He's <laughs> wearing some black dress or something. He got in trouble for this, but it's a funny picture, so I thought I'd use it anyway. And uh, you can listen to these classes there as well as we discuss how to kill these clippers. Um, I even did a post and I got music on it. It's named Hassel. Wow. It's a blinimal. They're like... These real tough Israelis grew up Tel Aviv, wow. but then like totally not Tel Aviv. They're like they're ready to like go and like make war like, wow. on the Eight Sahara. Like these guys, they're tough guys. Oh really? They're... Those kind of guys, like spiritual. Yeah, these guys. Like in the videos, it's like wearing tefillin and talis, like going nuts. They're, uh, they're, they're oh, my, my kind of guys. Showed him, yeah. showed me that, and I was like, yeah. "This guy's Jewish." Yeah, he's Jewish because he's covered in tattoos. Yeah, yeah, he's totally Jewish. Tel Aviv, uh, he's Tel Avivi. 
but they're tough. They're like right. They're on our side, man. These guys love us. They love the army. They 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 literally are paying. These they're very quite wealthy, successful musicians. I know them well. One of them is called Kobe. His, his real name's Kobe and Shimoni. And I talked to him, and he tells me like they're literally like using their money right now to to pay off all the Maluim who don't have money for the rent because the government aren't giving them enough. They're using their wow. own money, and they're going all the time to do free performances on the bases and to give chizit to the uh, soldiers. They're really like. I mean, they're, they're collecting equipment all the time. They, they have what to do with Jasmine Chesed because they get all the time getting equipment to give to the soldiers. They're totally oh, wow. into like supporting our people out of stuff. So then, and they're not messing around. Like they're they're not these kind of guys. Like you could go up to them and like cuddle them and like you know let's go make peace with the Arabs. Like, right. They're, they're not making. They're not messing around. They're not making peace. No. They 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 understand very clear what this war's about. My son loved it when I showed him the new song they put out. Hall of a Sing does not suffice to cleanse and remove the impurity of the soul. That's the non Jewish way of saying it, yeah? Yeah. So, to one is able to engage the Tali story of Torah and he occupies himself still with idle chatter. He gets caught up with Instagram and Klippa Killer instead of learning Torah. Yeah. yeah. So this, the hollow of this thing alone cannot effectively scar and cleanse the soul. So th- this is when you get a bit scary. Yeah. With this whole idea of like, I don't know, if, I find it becomes a Fremiate Torah though. You have to be careful with it. A Bittal Torah. Yeah. You know those two famous words did you grow up with them? Bittal Torah, yeah. Like you like use it as a big thing. This is built. This is built to That's built to Everything. This whole world is built <laughs> It's one big. Even yeah. when you're learning, your learning is built to Because you're not learning properly, yeah. Yeah. You're not learning with the proper aim of being You're not learning with the fire and the bread. Bren. You have to schwitz in the tosis. You have to say it with these. Schwitz in the tosis. The tidy. Yeah. You have to really like that sort of bittle. So that can also become a from Yitzhar because then you. You, it's like you've got a kafa keller going on in your head the whole time because you never use shivadas. You're always like feeling like you're, yeah. you're not learning enough. You're not le- your learning's not good enough. Yeah, yeah. It becomes like this from Yetzirah and then you have this whole perfectionist Jew, Yiddish Yetzirah and then you have to go speak to therapists all day and then you're not, also not learning because you just burn out. Yeah. So that, that you have to be careful. Everything has its thing. But it's, it's good to know in the back of the mind, you know, even our generation, that there is these kind of things and the hollow of the sling, as great as it is, cannot effectively scour and cleanse the soul if he is in the middle of learning and starts schmoozing about uh, Instagram clipper killer. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It says here, oh, we have to finish right. But Gehenim shall shalag, or bevalu anishakal, the whole bitul mitos at se, mach bas atlas. Yeah. So each thing is meter connecting meters. Yeah, each place. There's a there's a Gehenim of snow, which I sort of thought felt like I walked through today. I mean it's not like New York snow. And he um, said here, because when a person transgresses a prohi- prohibition, yeah. Not prohibition pickles, just prohibition. Out of warmth, i.e. desire and lust. Yeah. Neglecting a positive command is symptom of coolness. Yeah. And indifference. Thereafter, the prohibitions are cleansed by hot Gehenim fire yeah. and neglected commandments by a cool Gehenim of snow. Yes, it's all making meter connected meter. And nowadays, the spas, they have the yeah. ice baths yeah. and the schwitzes, and you go from the schwitz to the ice yeah, bath. Yeah, it's like a little beginning. taste of what it's to come. 
if Gehenim you don't. Is like a... But but well, I think there's truth to it. I mean, Eli Savansky was being forced by his son in Miami to go to one of these cold plunges, and he he said, "Trust me, Tati, this is going to be more difficult than learning for the three shirim you have ahead." And he went into the spa. I mean, into the cold plunge for two and a half minutes, and he came out and he said, "This is nowhere near as difficult preparing for three shirim. Three shirim is hours and hours of preparation. This is like a two-minute thing. Big deal. So your body." Sh- Feels a little bit of soft for a minute. Right. He said, well, ma, ma, like, how can you compare this to this? He, he wasn't moda. Right. But his son was like, you know, this is a new generation. Like, they're trying to, everything's popularized. You know, like, right. so Rogan does it, so I'm your son, needs to do it. You know? Right, right, right. Like, we like into the trends, you know? Trendy. Trend, trend, trend watch. Trend watch. What we have to do is realize that there is a ma'ain, a little bit, of this sugya of if you're fired up for tivers, then the the, the shits will remove that, and if you're, you know, not really so motivated in Torah mitzvahs, so the cold plunge will wake you up. Right. That's like, you can use it for a bonus Hashem if you're clever about it. Like you need to cleanse yourself, cleanse yourself from all these toxins. So you go into the shits. You need to wake up a little bit and get more into your bonus Hashem. Cold plunge, like a cold right. mikveh, the Ari or something. Yeah. Right. Right. Or. Uh, you go to one of these minor. My son said he goes to like a Shiloh. He goes down there where the Arabs are, the, by the Koisa, the other side, and he goes down to this mikveh there. Like Kohen Gadol used to use it. Where about Shiloh? It's it's called mikveh Shiloh, I think. Ah, it's not in Shiloh. No, it's a mikveh Shiloh, and it's like this. I've been in there once. I almost got beaten up by a bunch of Arabs going down there with some nana guy. He like flicked his pears in their face. <laughs> told, him to, told him to get 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 to buzz. I was like, you just put us in danger, man. What are you doing? He was like, yeah, man, you've got to have no fear with these guys. And uh, he took me down to the mikveh. And you just lie down basically on the floor and the water comes over you. It's like running wow. water. Freezing? Yeah, of course. Wow, i got to try that. Yeah, you can find some breasts of a Nanach guy who will take you down there. <sighs> my son goes there quite a lot. My 16-year-old, the one who was at the table with me, Shabbos. Oh, he goes there also. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's into it. Achain. Achain. So oh, we have these certain aspects of it. Like in the cold and the way that we can understand the cold mikveh, the Schwitz, but it's still obviously nothing like the intensity that will be in the Olama MS. Yeah, after mm-hmm. 120, it's going to be the most intense experience because it's got mm-hmm. to cleanse it like gumray. It's not like you know, nice, you know, cold plunge. This is like, like you know, Alaska or Antarctica style. Yeah, yeah. or worse, like the most intense. Freezing. Freezing. <laughs> He said the point problem is he was had the ability to learn the Torah, and he instead schmoozes about you know Joe Rogan. The hollow sling alone cannot effectively scan and cleanse his soul. Rak onshim chamurim shemanashim anshim al bittul Torah bepratus. But as we receive the severe penalties which are meted out for the neglect of Torah in particular. Like last night, I was watching a video of Mark Norman. You ever heard of him? So he's he's a good friend of Rogan. So I'm doing it now. I'm doing. My, I'm gonna Hashem, forgive me. I'm doing right. Torah right now, but um, it, it was just an interesting point because the Jewish podcast right now. This one called Mislabeled. They brought him on and they were asking him about what he thinks of Joe Rogan. And they, by the end of it, they're talking about how the, what's the difference between a goy and a yid. The goyim like to have their, you know, they they bond more together in a naked male way. Yeah. Right. And yid in a more like you know careful that kind of stuff. Maybe because we have halacha with sneers or whatever. Yeah. We don't like, you know, whip out our, you know, etc. So it was pretty like, it was pretty like, you know, low, low talk. And the, the religious somewhat guy in the middle, like he, I think he had a bit more of a Yiddish Shehinach, 
maybe the other guy also did, but he, both of them, one of them was more into it, but the other one was like, I don't know what you're talking about. So, um, it, it, like, we don't, thank God, like, we have ability, like, if we're in Yiddish quite enough, as my Rebbe used to say, Masumaya, Rosh, Barosh, what does it say, Barosh? To fill in Barosh, you have to get it into your head. The point is, Yiddish Kai has to become part of how you think, and how you speak, and how you act. It's not just, and the thinking one is the hardest. Rabbi Victor Miller said, there's a lot of Jews who, who act like Jews, like meaning they dress up with the whole shtick, yeah, with the hat right. and everything. There's a lot of Jews who speak like Jews, yeah. They know the Sprach, the Yiddish Sprach, they know how to Zogat, yeah. uh, but to think like a Yid, there's Miyat, Miyat Haim. There are not many of them. To actually think like a Yid, to have the true Machshavas of the Shem Kutcher and all these Ruchinist intentions that we're learning about in Tanya, this is, this is another level. So this, that's why it's very important we have to learn these concepts, because the only way to cleanse our minds and our hearts and our souls and our time and our use of time to bring it back to Torah, Talmud Torah, not just Bittu Torah, so what my point was with these podcasts, they're a little bit of bitter Torah. Like we don't, do we really need to know about, you know, what everyone else is up to? Like, right. is, I remember once Rev Tat someone said to a guy, he said, but we need to teach Torah to the non-Jews. He said, why? He said, Olegoim. He said, wait a minute, are you, do you like know cold Torah already? Like you're holding? No. So then you've got a lot of work to do first. Like then right, you can that's go. That's like the last step. Yeah, like we first, like the Bab Chereba can go teach the Sheva Mitzvah Noah because he was right. holding. Muvat Onish Akhali, the Kol Bittel Mitzvah's Asse, Machmas Atzlis. Bekenem Shoshalek, Muvar Bamochemacha. Apart from the general retribution of the neglected positive commandments through indolence, namely the priority of snow, as explained elsewhere. One of the things I've always like struggled with with this whole Nakuda of, you know, Gehenem Shoshalek, Gehenem Shoshalek, and all this scary stuff, and then bringing it back into the Indian of of um, we're going to get into it in a minute. Voice of Umas and Bittel Torah. This whole sensitive thing topic is you do have to still be relative though. You can't be. I'm not saying as a heter, but there is a mitzias of being uh-huh. relative. Like if you're too out there and just in sugiyas all day every day and you don't know how to uh-huh. communicate to your wife, to your kids, to to the modern day human being, like you're going to have a little bit of a struggle being able to right. teach anybody thing. So you might be at a hold, and you can maybe learn with a few chavrusas and brisk or something, but you, you, what can you do for Kaiso? Yeah. Uh huh. So it has to be some sort of like. Uh, uni- it's more of like living life with a purpose. So yeah. If you're just, you know, there's like healthy. You know, if everything has a means to an end, then that makes sense. So it's like yeah. wow, I'm eating food so that I should. Have like when I come to, to Bnei Akiva, I can't start quoting Tanya. Right. It's just not going to work. Right. If I start quoting any of this stuff, Bittel Torah, we're talking about. Yeah. yeah, like <laughs> yeah, they're just not thinking. They're, like they, they're talking. To, they're thinking about like their Netflix, TikTok, yeah, like a uh, binge that they're in the middle of. Yeah, right. like one of the things I tormented myself to watch a, a Netflix series called Sex Education oh, yeah. before I started this course with these guys because I wanted to see where is the generation's mind in oh, this yeah, subject, yeah. and it's terrible. It's terrible. It's, it's so low. They're they're like so wokeified. It's such. I don't know how to say it without being rude. It's such BS without the D, yeah? It's yeah. so bad. It's so lacking any, like, truth. And the relationships are all broken. It comes out of that, no one's got any relationships. Right. Because they're all confused. And the therapists are the worst. Yeah? They're, they're confusing. They're, they're living the most confused experience. They're not married. They're having kids without marriage. They're, they're all kinds of, like, you know, sexual 
identity problems and yeah. they just it's just such bah, Bill Berlin and even I asked the guys themselves this was my my, my simcha when I asked them I said now nah, who watched it and a bunch of guys put up their hands I said how do you feel about it they said it by the end it was a bunch of candy floss I said exactly how I felt it's like meaningless nonsense like it just it became so surreal so not according to what the issues are it just became this like fluffy bunch of fluff that you can't do nothing with there was no like real advice for kids and it was such an opportunity because it called itself sex education to educate people yeah Right. Not avoid it and float around in some fluffy bubble of nonsense, aye, aye. which is what it was from beginning to end—a complete waste of time. That was built up. Milavich onish aklali lekol bittel mitzvahs ase machmus atzlus. Apart from the general retribution for the neglect of pods of commandments through indolence, yeah, I don't know what this word is. Indolence. Oh, where are you going from now? Uh, ah, yeah. Before we get there, I'm just reading this. Mavad. I don't have that. Mavad, Rak Onshim Chamor. Oh yeah, no, I had that. Sorry, but it was the uh, whole thing with the Ganim Shach Shalik. Ganim Shach You read it in English. The whole idea when, when I don't know what indolence would be. Idolence, indolence. Idle, like yeah. just doing nothing. Yeah, just doing. No, he's no motivation. So that's a big problem nowadays. Getting people motivated. You need to get people motivated. Ganim Shach Shalik, Mavad Machemachet. So people are not functioning fully like the cold it was cold out there i'm not going to walk to my chavrusa i'm going to wait my wife drives me i'm going to find out i'm going to get get a license and drive myself i'm not going to come to the chavrusa because of the cold weather that no. kind of talk yeah i'm not going to go dominant minion because of the cold weather the I don't know if that's, that's what basically is going to have to deal with that yeah that kind of indolence and coolness lack of fervor are cleansing animals Interesting. and everything is mid connected mid it's not whatever it's not just stum, like it's not just this fiery demon poking in with his fork, yeah? It's, it's, it's because you did this, because you chose to not serve Hashem fully, or you chose to serve the Eight Sahara fully, <laughs> with the fire and passion of the Eight Sahara. So now you have to cleanse it with that equal fire, or that equal cooling off. Uh -huh. it, it's all the fee, the reality you chose. And that's why it really does come down to what we choose, Bechira. Right. To, to choose us, tune in into the Ratz and Hashem. Well, and there not, are choices. Yeah, and it's a momentary thing. Now, this is very intense because you know the Rebbe, he would encourage people to go get a degree in, in education. Right, and education. Right. And maybe nowadays it'd be slightly different, but back in the day when people were coming to him in the 80s or whenever, when I saw those videos, did you see that he's giving them advice, a lot of women and Men there to get an education, but then to use to bring Yiddishkeit Once busy with the wisdom of the nations, and this is included in what the rule of engaging in inconsequence. In, in I can't even say these words. Inconsequential matters insofar as the sin of neglecting the Torah is concerned. Tantamount. Yeah, bittel Torah. Tantamount. Yeah, these kind. Yeah, obviously my education has like gone out the window. <coughs> as explained in the laws of Hilkas Talmud Torah from the Alter Rebbe himself so he brings in Hilkas Talmud Torah that um, the one is neglect, guilty of neglecting Torah study when he goes and 
immerses himself in academics, academia, in the intellectual disciplines academia. of nations. What does he say under there? Because it must be he's a very There's academic guy. There's here, but I think I, I yeah. would just assume this means like you know just stop studying it out of like for no, no mission, blee mission. Like you and I just sat down now and had a, we started learning. Use like the hour astrology. in the morning. Yeah. Let's start learning astrology. Instead of learning Torah. Right, but uh, again, like Torah is not just... Well, someone has a means to an end, so right, he has so a mission for it. becoming a doctor, that's... that's and then he becomes Torah. a doctor and uses that stuff to help support yeah, then, Torah then, institutions then, and then pay his Torah. children's hinuch. And right. he has a Daf Yomi Shira and Tanya Shira and yeah. he listens Even to Torah on the way like to all work. the self-help books, yeah. those are all... If, if it has a Toelis, I'm doing it so I can become a better Yid. I'm doing it yeah. so I can help other people. There we go. So all these things have Chachma, Chachma Bagayim. Chachma Bagayim Tamin. So that, that's, that's, that's where it becomes when mission based. Mission based. Moreover, the impurity of the intellectual disciplines of the nations greater the impurity of idle speech. So we see before, we mentioned that idle speech is a problem because it leads to Kafakela and all these kind of scary punishments we don't want to get involved with. And in idle speech doesn't have to be, we're not even talking about the uh, 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 speech of a surim. We're not talking about horror or um, Litzonus. We're not talking about that. We're talking about stam idle speech. Whereas here, the, he's saying the impurity of intellectual disciplines of the nations has in it great impurity. Like what today, does it do? I would consider the Chachma Umas, the, I mean, it's not much Chachma anymore, but the secular wisdom would be things like, you know, things that the world is doing that, like, is really not pertaining to us. You know, it's like, uh, you know, things like TikTok. Like that, that'd probably be more like Chachma Sumas Olam. You know? I wonder. Yeah. Not Latoelis. Maybe if it was not Toelis, it's just um, we all engage in that. Yeah, so a lot of this. I mean, the problem, say, for example, that sex education, sorry to bring it up again, but say the Netflix thing. So most of it you can't even watch because it's mummish, Devar Masurim. Like it's, right. it's like, it's basically become like porn, permitted. Freezes. It's become like everyday uh, TV and episodes are filled with porn. Like yeah, stuff that would, time. back in the day, you could only watch, you know, at the late at night, yeah, and on TV. Now it's like you can just stream it whenever you want. In yeah? the morning. So. So the, the problem is that it's, he says it's filled. For the latter, cloven defile only emotions which emanate from the holy element of ruach within his divine soul. Right. So there's a certain defilement that takes place because you have a holy soul, and this is a nefesh of the kiss. And the, the problem is all these emotions from these chokhmas or umas olam have in have a tumor, and not only are they Devarim Batalim, but they're worse because there's something tumidic about some of the emotions generated. Like you read a book about, you know, like Fifty Shades of Grey, God forbid, yeah? That's like pure tumor because it's all, it's, it's all znus. It's all just endless dargas and dargas of znus. Not that I've read it, but I'm just saying. Yeah, literally. Yeah, it's literally the Nunshari tumor, yeah? Might as well be that. Yeah, that's what it is. So it is, calls its name. It's interesting. The 50, I never thought about that. Yeah, it's Mamish tumor. By tainting them in the impurity of Klippas Noga, Noga contained in the idle speech, which is derived from the element of Ruach, of this Klippa in his animal soul, as mentioned above. Right. Fire, air, water, and earth. 
these four elements we mentioned already, remember? Yeah. Ruach is letzonus, yeah, airhead, and it's like floating, it doesn't have any like grounding. I was saying before, Torah grounds you. Yeah, all this stuff, you're just flying around, like, yeah, or even just just when you go on on these, these, uh, you go into your feeds, they call it, It feeds, it's not feeding you at all, it's just empty. These feeds are these social media apps, they're just empty, just flying along, watching everyone else live. You know, it looks like everyone's living such a great life. I always, you know, I always have to comfort myself when I see everyone, like in Aruba or wherever they're going, and I say to myself, like, I'm doing what's in Hashem, and I'm nivdil. I'm different. I'm separate. Yeah. I have a hivdilanim in a toim. Hashem separated me from this toim. Yeah, and you have to remind yourself that you're not part of this whole like trends. You know, you don't need to trend now. When I was doing work on social media, I want to find the trends because I want to get some haslacha out there. Unfortunately, I wish I wasn't on those apps, but I, unfortunately, I am. So then I have to try find some haslacha. But really. It's it's the real stuff would be just to be Mamin and Hashem. Like I have friends who literally have no connections to any of this stuff, and they have slacha. They right. they have a, a kosher business, whatever it is, and they don't have to be online. And they specifically, like Shmuel Diamond, when he emails me about his Tanya and stuff, and we talk back and forth because he's the one who wrote the summary of Tanya. He doesn't. He writes in his email underneath every email. His signature is this is not from a, a, a dumb phone, a smartphone. This is not from one of these things. This is uh, he just sits on his computer. That's it. It's the only connection he has to the internet. It's true. Oh, he's a cat. He has none of that phone stuff, and he manages to run a very good business. Give Sadaka. He's actually his family. I never really announced it, but his yeah. family are the ones who every week send the chesed to uh, to to Shir uh, David. His wife's buying every week gifts for the parents of the soldiers. Wow. So he's the one. He's the same guy who's in Titania and has no smartphone, has time to go and do chesed to help Amisro instead of wasting his time. In the Holy Land? Huh? Yeah. I mean, like, Gedalia Fens always says to people, people say, I don't have time for Facebook. I mean, assume I don't have time for Spotify. So they said, how much time did you waste on Facebook? I mean, that's old school. How much time did you waste on Instagram or TikTok? Work it out. A few hours a day, that's that's the good amount of espotidus you could have done there, matey. Right. A lot of learning you could have accomplished. Start to look at your mm-hmm. screen time. Mm-hmm. And now cut into that. Steal from that. Our speech does not how to defy the levels of Chabad. But it is words of foolishness and ignorance. Since even fools and can speak that way. So they're not intellectual matters. Intellect remains uninvolved and untainted. So, yeah. so it just leads to foolishness and ignorance. Let's try to see if we can get through this last few minutes. So the time you should be leaving. Should we try? Maybe we'll stamp we're going to get into the science of the nations. Science. Okay, look, let's end off on a positive note. Positive note. It's scary. We'll, we'll finish off Perak Shemini tomorrow and start a new Perak, Mr. Shem. Oh, but it, it's scary to think about all the time we've wasted. Yeah? Yeah. I once said it to an old yid in uh, Osamer. I said about this whole Indian of Tavarim Patelim. He said, I'd kill myself if I think about that. So you're too much. So he was, a, he was into therapy, helping the Bokhrim, not like 
bug yeah. out too much. And uh, very close to Morgenstern, this guy, this old year. So he, he said a good point. I, I didn't understand right. it, but the point was, this old year said, it's saying that you can't get too stuck in the sugya. Right. Because, yeah, we have to work on it. We have to work on our Talmud Torah and being more of a masmid and learning more and not wasting our time and not right. getting caught up in all this whole internet thing and, and waste time-wasting experience with the phones and stuff. We have to fight this, this, this battle, but we have to realize that, that, that Hashem has methodologies of cleansing us if we do right. fall. And sometimes it can be kaparas, like the, when right. you banged your car the other day or you know, walking through the cold weather instead of getting a lift or you know, whatever it is. Yeah? There's, Hashem has all kinds of small ways He can cleanse us also without having to right. come to the heavy stuff. And uh, we have to then constantly thank Hashem either way. Also, there's an Indian of tshuva. That, that's why we learned the tshuva first, right? We have the, we have the, the cure before the sickness. Yep. So the Tanya told us about the Indian of tshuva. Oh, so we do intense in tshuva. In terms of tshuva, like yeah. uh, if we now then take all these dvarim and these things that we have, yeah, partake partook in and get, given them retroactively a a toelas, right? Yeah. And what is that toelas? That toelas is by uh, teaching other people, teaching ourselves, teaching our children, uh, yeah. learning better, being more conscious. Then. Retroactively, those things were no longer Tvarim Batalim. They were no longer uh, things of wasted uh, you know, time or That's wasted right. energy. That's right. Tshuva turns it into mitzvahs. Turns it into mitzvah. So my hope is that all the time we've ever right. wasted, we should turn into mitzvahs yeah. and to, to Ellis and to mission-focused life. Mission-focused. All of that gets elevated. So the B'nai Akiva Chavra get elevated. The yeah. The people wasted their time and effort. You can use it for Netflix to learn not of, what to be. Sumera, a lot of it's Sumera, a lot of that stuff. Oh, yeah, just to not be like this. I learned, it's like one rabbi once said to me, end off on this. He said, I went to Shul just to learn everything not to do. Ah. How to not say Tachanin. Right, how to I've not, <laughs> not, not Davin. I've heard that one before. Yeah. I've heard something, uh, Mashu Kazar, as they say in French. He, he meant to have a little bit of a smile, but the point, one, I didn't realize this book's called The Book for In-Betweeners. Yeah, Interesting. In-Betweeners, yeah. That's the yeah. It's okay. So you it's see this, the Harry Potter you see it's a very sensitive, like, inner, yeah. honest, machlok, ma, ma, war. This is the inner war. Yeah, this war. is a real war. This is the real Klippot killer. Ooh. Yeah, oh. we have to be fired up oh, for this. this yeah, we have to fight. Yeah, that's it. Let's do it. Good to you. Have a beautiful day. So is Tovis.